Hello and welcome to Geek Cinema Podcast, a podcast where my friends and I have a conversation over geeky, nerdy, and fanboy or fangirl movies alike. We're not experts or an educational podcast, we're just a group of friends who like talking about sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and superhero movies. And after 16 years, nearly 16 years in a couple months, (laughs) Spider-Man, we are doing a podcast over it, the 2002 Raimi film. We're going over all three and so we're kicking it off with the first, and this is one of my favorite movies of all time, so I was very excited to talk about it with Matt and our friend Brandon, and Kendall's not here. Normally she is, but she's on vacation. Oh well. So, there are major spoilers for Spider-Man, as well as Get Out and Creep, the 2014 movies, but before you turn off the podcast, if you haven't seen those yet... You should be able to skip over them quickly if you want to, once we start talking about them. But if you don't want to risk it, don't risk it. And minor spoilers for the Twilight Zone film, as well as Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man 3. But minor, don't worry about it. Uh, so other than that, this is Spider-Man. I think it was a fun conversation, and I really hope you enjoy it. So let's just go join myself, Matt, and Brandon. If I didn't introduce myself, I'm Everett. <laughs> I don't remember. So, let's go do this. Spider-Man. Do you want to introduce? Well, yeah, normally, Kendall's here. She's not here tonight. She's she's taking a break, a vacation. Much Able. needed. Much well-deserved, right? Yeah, it's her birthday week. I suppose she gets a break. So, I'm here, Matt's here, but this year I'm gonna, we're going to try to introduce some new guests. Occasionally. Maybe some recurring guests. And so, first time ever on the podcast, known him for a long time, we used to play in a band together. Yep. That's right. Brandon. Brandon Welch. Brandon. I was trying to think of a, a nickname to throw in the middle, but I, I gave up. Brandon, still alive. Man, congratulations for that. Thank you. I put out a, a, story. Uh, a notice for people to come on this episode, and Brandon, you, you, you showed up. I did. Yeah, so you like Spider-Man? I love Spider-Man. Now, how do you watch a lot of movies often? Yes. Okay. Now, I knew you being a very nerdy person because you have the biggest action figure collection of anybody I know, I believe. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What do you collect? Uh, Marvel Legends, uh, Star Wars Black Series, WWE stuff, um, and just anything weird that I find interesting. That's cool. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Me and Matt and Kindle, who's not here, uh, a while back caught up with everybody else in the world. We did. We watched Get Out. Oh, yeah. just recently. Yeah. What'd yeah. you guys think? We had put it off. <laughs> I put it off because I. What kind of movies do you like? I like horror movies. I like action movies, but like by action, I like dumb action movies, like Fast and Furious. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. And then I love superhero movies. I like horror movies. So favorite, favorite genre is probably horror. Horror. Okay. Doubt, yeah. All right. That's where you land. That's so, where I land. So, so you yeah. had high expectations because it was so talked up. It was up. so talked up. And, and, uh, and Rotten Tomatoes, what, 99 99 It was percent? the highest, highest rated. rated movie of the year. Yeah. Highest rated horror of Especially all time. For being his first and highest rated movie. comedy of all time, strangely yeah. enough. Yeah. Uh, wasn't a big... It was okay. 
It was good. Okay. It was wow. it was good, not great. Um, a little too on the nose for me. Uh, okay. I also didn't like. I understand it was made by Jordan Peele, but I feel like there's some stereotypes in the movie as well. I think the reason it did so well among like the mass majority of people was because it's classified as a horror movie, but that's not your typical horror movie. It's more like Twilight Zone. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's easy for people to watch. So like, cause I, I ca- catch a lot of people who don't watch horror movies and they really enjoyed that one because it wasn't your typical Halloween nightmare on Elm street. Right. So, uh, so I liked it a lot. Like, did you like it a lot? Yeah. I mean, I've explained myself on this podcast several times, horror movies typically I don't go out for because I'm easily scared or, you know, that a lot of them deal with like unnecessary gore. And so this one, mm. it was like, a, it was a, a nice spot for me. Okay. Not not too scary, but like, see that's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. see, yeah, intense. Yeah, and it was intense. It was very suspenseful. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. Uh, I, 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 everybody's seen it. If you haven't jumped forward a few seconds, I liked that it went the sci-fi route. Mm. Oh yeah, I was afraid it was just gonna be you know. I so what many, did you so many horror was? movies are just straight line uh realism mm-hmm. and I, I like i thought it was just i like that brainwashing but i mean it kind of was mm-hmm. but not to the extent of putting someone yeah. else's yeah and i enjoyed yeah. that yeah that was cool. uh jordan was cool jordan peele he he's a huge sci-fi fan as well as a horror fan and he has been approached to direct the uh akira live action mm-hmm. i don't know how i feel about that because as i mentioned last year Akira was my second favorite late discovery. Right. Best anime I've ever seen. One of the best sci-fi movies I've ever seen. And I don't I don't think it needs a live action. No, I don't either. It's just for money. But I think he can do it. Yeah. I uh I trust him. He was also going to do a Twilight Zone reboot. He's st- they're still really? talking cool. about it and that's Get Out was a part of all that. Do you like the, the original cool. Twilight movie? Wait, what? The what Twilight year? Zone movie. I do like the movie, and I'm a huge fan of the Twilight Zone. Like I, mm-hmm. right? I've seen every incarnation of that. Because okay. um, I know a lot of people didn't really like the movie. So, like in the '80s, they changed the feel of it. It became mm-hmm. more kind of like more overblown, over the top, and in your face with effects and stuff. Whereas the original Twilight Zone is more about just kind of like the the human condition and the psyche. So. It's in line with the 80s, which is what, you know, that movie kickstarted it all back. Yeah. But I liked it. And there's some terrible stuff. Like, there were a bunch of people killed in that uh, film, like on oh. accident, uh, oh. helicopter crash. Jesus. Yeah. But I like the one with the old people turning into kids. I like that one too. Yeah. No, that was, that was a good one. Um, I really, I really like the, I like the, what they did with the little boy. Because they've told that story before, and actually, like, they told that story in the original Twilight Zone, and then in the 80s, they did a sequel and brought back the entire original cast. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Did they cancel the Tales from the Crypt reboot? Yeah. They did, didn't they? Yeah. Hmm. It was the like the Shyamalan one? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yep. They canceled that. For good reason, I'm sure. 
You can oh, well. find it. if oh, you well. can find the test footage out there. Like it got leaked for a little bit. It was interesting. Really? Yeah, it looked pretty cool. It, I don't know. Yeah, the only other thing uh, I think that I watched because last year I I watched two hundred one movies, and so I'm just, you're kind of like taking a break. <laughs> yeah, I'm That's focusing on other stuff. <laughs> but me and Kendall went to see I Tanya. How was that? It was fantastic. Uh, we had the Disaster Artist last year, just last uh, December. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic biopic that has a comedic feel, and this is the same way. It's a little more stylistic in direction. And uh, the only thing I... Uh, after the movie, I was like, I never thought I'd find figure skating exciting. Right. But those scenes that they... The very first scene with uh, of her competition was just thrilling. I was like, this is so fun. And it, it was a fun ride. Yeah, I, I I, don't know. The story doesn't interest me, but I may check it out anyway. I've heard a lot of good things about it. I watched, uh, I watched two other things. I watched a really bad movie, and I watched a really great movie. One of these is a comedy, and one of these is a horror movie. Which one's Ooh. the good one, and which one's the bad one? Probably the bad's gonna be the comedy. Yeah, I would say comedy the movies are usually pretty bad. Bad Santa too. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, like I watched the first one uh, last year and thought it had some heart to it. It was very crass, but it was funny. It was it was enough for me. The second one is just so mean spirited. It's beating a dead horse, honestly, throughout the entire movie. It's all the old jokes are back, and they're yeah. it's but they're meaner this time. Uh, Even the same kid. I love. He was the one saving grace yeah. of the film. Like I, it was Thurman Merman. I was like, okay, he's back. Like I like that. But other than that, uh, everything I hated pretty much everything else. Um, I usually like Kathy Bates, but she just got on my last nerve in this movie. Yeah, it wasn't good. I saw that one in theaters when it came out, and I was just hoping it would end soon. Yeah. The entire time. It was pretty bad. And then the uh the other movie, okay, so I don't like I don't like found footage. That's not my genre. So like Blair Witch, Paranormal Activity, those things are not for me, but I took a chance on one. I saw it had two actors and I was like, Well, this is really this is different, all right. And it's called Creep. Have you seen Creep? Oh yes, I have. Okay. You know there's a sequel out, right? That's why I watched it, is because I I need to watch the sequel. Yeah. Uh so I I heard I had heard about Creep and it's been on my list for way too long and when the second one came out just recently yeah. and people were saying it's great I was like well how do you make a sequel to a found footage movie that's worth a shit like yeah so I watched the first one excellent loved it performances were creepy and then the really cool thing to spoil it a little bit for you ever not that you're probably ever gonna watch it but <laughs> <Yeah>. for <laughs> the first forty five minutes or so like. You don't really know what kind of movie you're watching. Um, yeah, it's called Creep, but this entire film could have gone, I believe anyway, could have gone, there's a murder at the end of the movie, spoiler alert. But a great murder, though. It could have existed without the murder. If you took the murder out, then it literally is about just a man who's entirely just off his rocker and creepy and strange and documents his encounters with all these other people that they don't realize are being documented. Uh, 
I think that would have been an interesting twist. However, there was a murder and the last shot where he opens up the, the cabinet and there's all the tape, yep. the VHS all tapes, the, VHS the DVDs, tapes. everything. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. That was a, I, I love that movie. I thought it was really good. I saw that probably whenever it got put on Netflix. Yeah. So, however long ago. 2014. Was. Yeah. Uh, it's, huh. It was really good. Written, produced, and starring Mark Duplass. Mm-hmm. Strange. There's. It, it seems like a thing lately with comedic people mm-hmm. doing horror movies. It's. I mean, we remember Kristen Wiig and yeah, and Mother, right? Or Mother, I'm not exclamation point. I haven't seen that movie. It's. Uh, uh, it's a thing. It's a, yeah, it's it's a, a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, not gonna see it. It's an experience. It is an experience, and like you're you're gonna be completely enamored by it and adore it or you're going to completely hate it mm, yeah i'll probably hate it i've asked him he hasn't finished it yet have you finished ash versus evil dead no no, no i just got a season two i'm way behind i well, i binge watched it all in one day so don't don't feel bad once it got put on netflix i was like all right all bets are off we're getting this puppy down yeah i was well, telling him to try to, a, to finish the second one there's a nice uh nice little segue there the creator of that show yeah also uh directed this movie we're talking about uh spooderman so i'm gonna you have a lot to say <laughs> i have a i have a, I have a little to bit to say. i'm just gonna like here. i'm just gonna insert right i don't have much to say but i'm i'm, I'm here for the ride okay I'm so uh i'm gonna get a little i'm gonna go back in history a little bit in time okay i met i met somebody that was a dear friend to me for a long time from this movie i was stuck in a uh a, a terrible english class with like nine people and one of the guys who was like beside me had a spider-man the making of the movie book hmm. and i'd never even seen one of those before right. and his name was tyler and uh we we bonded over it i read that i read so much out of the book it was fascinating to see all the behind the scenes stuff before the movie like even seeing the movie so i remember that and I also remember that there was a World Trade Center teaser that got released for a hot minute and then pulled down mm-hmm. yeah. right after the 9-11 attacks. There was a poster too, wasn't it? I think there was a poster it's with like, you like can the, see the re- You can see the reflection of the towers in his eye oh, or yeah, something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I remember the teaser. And the teaser looked great, looked interesting. Spider-Man looked fantastic. Also looked fantastic in the book. Um also in the book were like some really creepy goblin designs where he didn't necessarily look like a power ranger villain mm-hmm. oh where it was like a it looked more like the comics it, yeah some yeah. of some of them did some of them looked just like almost uh like instead of wearing a mask his face had kind of melted Morton yeah it. so that was that was interesting and this movie will always have a special place in my heart because it was my first date I had my first date to wow. see Spider-Man. Yeah. A girl named Noelle, who I still talk with. And uh, I have that fucking stub and the receipt from Olive Garden. It was Damn. a... I hold, I'm, I hold on to a lot of shit, but like... There is nothing more 2000s like, than, I, than uh, going to see Spider-Man and Olive, and Olive Garden. Yeah, like, I don't know why, but I, I, I have that. I remember it's a very vivid memory. And so that's why this movie, like, I also have a hard time being hard on this movie because I look at it through funny prism i i have a very similar thing 
because I was a huge fan. I watched the 90s cartoon series yeah. every yes. day after yep. school as well as on Fox, and I'd flip over to WB to watch Batman. Mm-hmm. Yep. And did you ever go to the theater at the Eastland Mall? Yep. Yes. Yep. That's where it was. I remember go- we went to the Down mall the that day, court. stopped by the video game store in the front entrance, then went, then went downstairs, watched the movie. I had a blast. I remember specific scenes, the Go Web Go scene. I mm-hmm. remember cracking up in my seat oh. at that. Uh, I was this. What I had just finished the fourth grade. I know that age that puts a puts a date on me, <laughs> but I was the perfect age for this movie. Yeah, and absolutely loved it. And to this day, I still think it's a fantastic movie. So this is a childhood favorite. Ah, uh, same I, same I, for I, me. I did. We did my other childhood favorite a few months back, The Iron Giant, mm-hmm. and this is much higher on my list. I'll reveal more about that a little later, but I can't. Yeah, I can't hate this movie. I can look at this movie and say that it's a good movie. It has its pacing problems, but it's a good movie, Hmm. and we'll get into it. Um, Part of the pacing problems is the credit sequence that opens, and while it's beautiful, look at Jesus Christ! It was never going to end. Yeah, Yeah. it's too long. Uh, Oh, that too. I yeah, it's isn't that, but isn't that a going trend in the whole trilogy? Aren't all of them like that? Because I remember the third one specifically the showed third, flashbacks the third to one the is first and second one. Yeah, because the flashbacks, but the second one the I second feel like one does the really same quick. thing. It's all web, and it's but is it a different color? Showing you pictures in the web. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. I don't feel like movie. it's. I don't feel like it's five minutes long. Like this felt like no. five minutes long. Yeah, yeah. It's it's too long, and the CGI is not what it used to be. <laughs> uh, oh man. Uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, Say, but the fact that it got made is amazing, and it it came out at the perfect time, two thousand two. Yeah, because a lot of the special effects hold up so well, CGI wise. Uh, the practical blows me away. I absolutely adore Sam Raimi is my favorite director, and I adore him for movies like this where you can look at it and they've built these immaculate sets right after. George Lucas decided that green screen was the only way to go Yeah, a right. couple years ago. before the, Actually, this was the same year that Attack of the Clones came out. Was it? Um, yeah, 2002. Yeah, the CGI is mostly amazing. And it, because you, 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 you know a lot of the history, right? Yes. Like, this was, we can't go through it. It's no, too it's, long. It's too long. But, like, like was... from the 90s, or actually 80s, Canon. Mm-hmm. Canon was going to do it. And then, oh, my God. Like, there was MGM, uh, uh James Cameron mm-hmm. wrote a script mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with Spider-Man and Mary Jane boning on the Brooklyn Bridge ah, at yeah. one point. Wasn't Arnold going to be in that Arnold one? was going to be Dr. Octopus. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. That would have been perfect, though. And so by the time Sony, <laughs> when Sony something. finally got a hold of it, they were using his script and then had it rewritten a little bit. But then it was Doc Ock and Electro. Mm-hmm. Then they got replaced with Green Goblin and the only thing that stayed all the way through from his script was the organic web shooters. Yeah. That were Which, so controversial, controversial, but I fucking loved it. I was like, that's awesome. That's it cool. had me confused as a child because, as a child, I'd say, because you and I watched the old cartoons in the mm-hmm. 90s. In the 90s one, he had the cartridges. Right. So once I saw it on in theaters and it was shooting out of his skin, I was like, I was a little. 
Yeah, little, they little confused. considered going to the web shooters, but Sam Raimi said I it would have it it been cool. – this audience would have had to suspend their disbelief too far yeah. that they just met this kid and he's already inventing yeah, shit like exactly. this. And so, yeah, uh, he they just kept it. And I, I think it's cool. It uh, made it it made that trilogy stand out for that one thing mm-hmm. because they're never going to do that again. Yeah. You know, they're not going to have them have organic made webs. No. Yeah. So. In fact, uh, nothing is organic of Spider-Man anymore. He yeah. has the suit. We as far as we know, that's where the spider sense comes from. Yeah. Yeah. As far Which as we know. Yeah. Uh, well, there is an argument, though, that he hasn't hit full puberty yet. So once he does that, he could have it. But we'll hmm. find out in an Infinity War. Yeah. I would tell you a spoiler. I'll just tell you. Are you talking about from the trailer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't tell him. Yeah. Don't tell him. I'm not going to tell I'm you. Pure. I'm going to I'm going to tell you it's probably going to be a thing. Okay. I'd like it to be. That'd be cool. Because, I, I mean, I love... Sam Raimi, I love this movie, and the Spider-Sense scenes are so cool to this day. Did they I have Spider-Sense in the Amazing Spider-Man movies? Yeah. I, I don't remember. couldn't yeah. tell you because I only saw the first once, and I hated it. Yeah. So I never even saw they the They did, second. and it was, it was a similar It was, it was a similar, similar thing. Okay. I mean, right off the top of the film, I don't buy a lot of the people are teenagers. Whenever I was younger, mm-hmm. I bought them as teenagers for some reason, but like... I'm like, that's a 30-year-old man, and that's a 30-year-old man. Well, I mean, that was a going trend back then, though, because, I mean, everybody like, American Pie, those those were not teenagers. No. Yeah, it's a normal. It's pretty... It it still normal. It's pretty normal, especially with, like, rated R movies. That way they can do things that a teenager can't do in a movie. Yeah. Um, But... Kirsten Dunst was the only one that didn't look... She was 18 when they started. Because how old was Toby? He was, like, 27? 27, I think. Yeah fucking hell but he, really I think yeah he, he, he's got sure. a baby face he's got a baby but... face because he can pull it off but you get like joe manganello in That's, there yeah and he's like <laughs> either he's on something or yeah that or, dude is not in high school he's was, been he held, held back, back a, few a couple days, of times yeah it was him and there was another guy i think his like little hench oh, no, guy had like a five o'clock shadow hmm. and i was like mm. you yeah. guys yeah yeah uh, but James Franco looks young. James Franco looks all right. I he mean, still looks looks young though if he shaves. But he also was like, I guess he'd been held back or something too. Yeah, but so uh, they kind of yeah they hinted at that didn't they? Because he's like, like, oh, you finally did it. Like that's what his father says at graduation. Yeah, yeah, he like hints at it. Yeah. So it's like, hmm. So that I can get. Yeah, it was. If you go back and watch it now, the was it the science teacher? Mm-hmm. He looks. He looks similar. Younger. He looks younger than yeah, him. He does look <laughs> younger than I thought the same thing. I'm like, is them. he one of the students? Like, yeah. is, is he like a teacher's aide? I, I, that's what I actually <laughs> would think or thought. And I caught this time he was a professor. It's like, yeah. Oh. Um, no, so before they got Sam on this, they had a line of directors. They had uh, Shyamalan, mm-hmm. Roland Emmerich, David Fincher. And David Fincher dropped out because he didn't want to do an origin story. He wanted to do. He wanted to the just night. jump right into it. Yeah, he wanted to jump like Batman '89 into it. Yeah, and do uh the night when Stacy died, oh. and I I don't know. I think this is one of the best origin story superhero movies we have. Oh, it's so slow. And it 
set the scene for all these others to clones yeah the fuck you talk about attack of the clones it was attack <laughs> of the clones okay uh what what a ghost rider copied this like mm-hmm. almost beat for beat yeah. um wait when did uh hulk come out 2003 that was, that was Three. slow that was a slow that movie. was slow but i love i i love that movie i love hulk like it's it's a more Ang Lee was one of the directors they approached for this. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like a character piece and it's not it doesn't try to be funny. It's heavy throughout. Yeah. And so that it doesn't I don't know. That that mm-hmm. I can appreciate a slow movie, but this felt like it was trying to be funny when you were like, "Oh, funny haha, now we're slow. Now we're funny haha, now we're action and now we're funny haha, now we're slow." And that's Sam Raimi's style. To a point, yeah. I, I mean, mean Evil Dead done... 2 is that dark scary or slapstick yeah well how much time does uh spider-man cover though because you see him graduate high school Mm -hmm. we see him go to college right so like i would say over a year because they think because they go through thanksgiving yeah i think it goes six months six or eight months total because they cover the summer from high school to college and they enter college and then you go through so you go from may and then you go into college, picks up in August and Thanksgiving, so it's November. But I don't. So it's for I don't sure remember them h- hitting Christmas though. Yeah, they didn't no. hit Christmas. So it's but six still, we, yeah, he he graduates, which yeah. makes this the, in my opinion, the best coming of age movie <laughs> of all time. It's good. I loved it. Well, let's see how much you loved it. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> we're gonna do trivia. All right. All right. I I I'll see how this goes. I got I got six questions here. So, starting off, I'm gonna try to go in order. What car does Norman assume Harry wants him to trade his in for? Cadillac. I have no fucking clue. Mercedes. I, he, he makes a quip. I just don't remember. Yeah, he does. Is, did he say out. Delta? Is it a Delta? No. That'd be no. hilarious if it was a Delta. Were uh, Teslas around then? No. Some rich person cars. <laughs> He's trading his car in for this. He's trading his car in. He says a Jetta. Uh, a Jetta. You know, you pick, pull up in a Jetta. I just drove a Jetta here. That's pretty messed up. Yeah, you should have known. Yeah. All right. Question two. How many watts did Uncle Ben's light bulb use? <laughs> 60. <laughs> Uh, 65 that's the standard point, right yeah yeah i think 60 is the standard but i don't know no is it i'm 11? sorry guys it's 40 soft glowing watts of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fuck you <laughs> 1.5 gigawatts i should state now these questions i would know <laughs> the answer to because you just because watched the movie i, had, well, so I, did I, I, just I watched it with him I, I watched it in theaters my parents got me the vhs for my birthday and I swear, I don't know if there is another movie I've watched as many times. Did you as break this. the VHS tape? I, I I didn't, and I I wish I had, I wish I would have kept it. Let's move on to question three. Okay. Who does the wrestling announcer say can take on Bonesaw? I know who. Man Spider. No, the Amazing Spider-Man. No, oh. no. No, I'm sorry, oh, guys. Oh, wait, it's the other wrestler oh, uh, that he destroys. Oh, Flying Dutchman. It is the Flying, flying Dutchman. Dutchman. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I remember that because of Spongebob. One for Brandon. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Question four. How many times 
in the runtime of the movie, does Mary Jane call Peter her famous line, Tiger? Once. Uh... Ooh, that is correct, Matt. It's at the end, isn't it? No, it's after the. It's in. It's in the. Uh, they're meeting out in front of the. It's right before the guys attack her in the alley. Yeah, they're meeting out in front of her diner or whatever, oh, right? That's right. Yep, it was uh, Avi Arad, producer, uh, mentioned you need to put that in there. Well, at so least they she did. did something right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that guy uh, has made some mistakes. And, and including selling off his bits of the Marvel Studios. <laughs> Good for him. So, yes. Probably not. So, yeah, now he's producing uh, Ghost in the Shell yeah. adaptions. He's good. doing Venom, too. You know that, right? Is he still involved over there yeah. at Sony? They've no. kept that uh, pretty tight-knit. What's going on over there? So, final question. I thought you said you had six. Yeah, it's only five. Oh. You're wow. Right. Who's okay. writing the podcast here? Well, I'm doing them out of order on my pad, and so That's I skipped this one. And the Flying Dutchman one wasn't written down. Oh. So, the next question. What, according to Norman, are beautiful women snarling after your trust fund like? Dogs. That's incorrect. Is it hyenas? Jackals? Hounds? I don't know. Uh, it's a pack of ravening wolves. Ow. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got one more. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This one's a tough one. (laughs) 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 On screen, the Green Goblin, how many pumpkin bombs does he throw? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I think only about four. Three. No, five. Five. It's five. It is five. Is it? Yeah. So we got 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 one at the beginning. the parade scene. The parade I know he was... throws at least two or three. That's when we first see them. Yeah, and then because uh, he throws two into the building, it blows up. He uh, throws his skeletonizer one. Yeah. yeah. We see the one that uh, explodes in slow mo in front of Peter, which is five. Yep. And then the the bat copter blade. Yeah, right. In the, in the burning yeah. building. That's right. Yep. I for, I didn't even realize it was a pumpkin bomb for some reason. Yep. It like. Sp- yeah, it was, yeah cool. it was cool. It was, it was really, really cool. cool. And, I and think you know it still what? Holds up. That slow motion Spider-Man there, like he's all CG, but he actually looks all right. When Peter's climbing up the building in the wrestling garb, yeah, uh, yeah, it moves too weird. It, it moves he looks too, too, smooth. too too rubbery. Yeah, to me. yeah, rubber man. Yep. Yeah. This past year, 2017, we introduced another sub series, much like childhood favorites, titled Personal Perfections. Is which is a, a, a movie we consider one of us considers a masterpiece. And so coming up to this, I was I was ready to call this a masterpiece. But then I rewatched it for the first time in probably a, a couple years last year and uh CGI, some of it just doesn't hold up anymore. It's it's a uh, it's a <laughs> like like you just said that that scene um and the uh drawing montage uh, a bit too cheesy. It was a yeah. little too much, yeah. Uh, with the <laughs> with with the spy, with the Peter's face hovering over the drawings. And, yeah, and, and then were... every once in a while, you'll hear one of those comic book citizens yelling something like "It's Spider-Man!" Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. they're just yeah. way too yeah. into it. Yeah. So those are my only knocks at this movie. I'll just say it right now: my only knocks. Everything else, I love. 
and I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah, I it's not a personal perfection, but, but it is a childhood close. favorite. My first note, okay, is it goes on to the third movie. Spoiler, but the butler, okay, is the butler in the car the same butler that heightened into your father's wounds? I I don't I, know uh, if if. Because we don't in, actually... He drives the car, but we do see him in the house when Norman is passed out on the floor, and Harry comes to him and he's like, "Dad, Dad, what's wrong?" And he's like, "I don't know." And uh, then that was his, the his assistant comes in, and he's like, "I'm sorry, sir. I, I, I tried to stop her. Stop her. I don't know why he's trying to stop her uh, assistant." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's uh, a. That one got away. I guess we're gonna have to call it Hitman. That's actually Bill Paxton's dad. Seriously? Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Small yeah, world. Yeah, he, uh, well, they met, there's a movie, maybe it's The Gift. Is Bill Pack? have you seen The Gift? Mm-hmm. Is P- Bill Paxton in that? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's where they met. Okay. He introduced his dad to Sam Raimi. He's like, here, you you can be in this movie. And then he put him in Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, and Spider-Man 3. <laughs> he shows up in all three. I didn't realize he was in Spider-Man 2. Um, what is Sam Raimi's studio history? Like, in my mind, his first studio film was army of darkness mm-hmm. and then and dark, dark man. man was for a studio but yeah i guess studio. that's a simple plan dark man army of darkness and the gift okay which nothing nothing like this, this. no nothing of this caliber i mean they took a real chance on him because yeah and well, I, you got the evil dead guy to do spider-man yeah, yeah and the main reason they chose him was yeah his he 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 had spider-man on his wall above his bed as a kid yeah he was bursting at the seams with love for spider-man and it's apparent all throughout and this film that is so cool it to is. me for for sony of all studios to hire him based on that and to have a whole trilogy honestly mm-hmm. i would admit it, laura ziskin the main producer of this i would mend she had a lot to do with choosing him and when I watched all the special features and stuff and listened to her commentary, she seems like a level-headed producer. Okay. So I would imagine that was a, big a lot of, of her choice. And so she saw Sam Raimi's love, said that would make sense. And so they, 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 they chose him in I he, he treats the character well. And we get... We get a little bit of Sam Raimi-ness. Yeah, it, it shows up a whole lot more in mm. the second movie. But and three, yeah. In yeah. this movie, like, we still get, like, some of the POV shots, like when he mm-hmm. uh, does the, he leans back during his fight with Flash. He yeah. looks and up and sees the, the girls. The POV, yeah. we get some of the Ram Cam stuff. And, of course, Bruce Campbell and Lucy Lawless show up in here. But... Yeah, it's mostly a studio film. Yeah, it's very vital numbers, apart from a few shots. Mm-hmm. Bruce is in every single one of them, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's in there. Um, so I, I like, I like Willem Dafoe's performance here, and I can no longer see the moment where he walks up and he says, "I'm something of a scientist myself," without thinking of Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really, I mean, the two, the two breakout. I feel like every performance in this is serviceable, but I feel like the people that make it, that kept pulling me in, even whenever I was bored, 
was Willem Dafoe and J.K. Simmons, even with just a little bit of J.K. Simmons is in the movie, I feel like you could replace Tobey Maguire with any serviceable. Yeah, J.K. Simmons was the perfect casting for any comic book character yeah. of all time, I swear. But Willem he, Dafoe... He's even great as fucking Jim Gordon. Yeah, he is, dude, for yeah. what little we saw of that. Uh, but Willem Dafoe isn't necessarily the perfect casting, but no. he made the character mm-hmm. his own. He did. Like, really I, I can't think of the Green Goblin without thinking of Willem Dafoe ever again. And I think this is probably his biggest film at this time, because before he had Boondock Saints, he had mm-hmm. Wild at Heart. But, well, yeah, he wasn't really doing anything big. Yeah. He talked about how uh, Toby and him think very differently acting-wise. Like, Toby's a lot more... He, he wants to dig into the character before acting, whereas Willem kind of just... He'll jump in and start following directions. Mm-hmm. But it, that, that blows my mind because his performance is so amazing. Like, one of the best dualitist roles I I can think of. Yeah. Uh, Christian Bale would be up there too yeah. as batman and bruce wayne but i i don't i don't know i c- just completely believe that this guy has did and has problems oh yes yeah he does really good at it so uh the the goblin mask did you see the footage they released of the other mask they had made that they deemed too it was still a mask and it was going I've to be seen pictures i haven't seen the video so there was a mask and it looks exactly like the comic book except mm-hmm. for the eyes are golden uh reflective orbs and it was always going to be a mask but it so it, it, it wasn't a mutated norman is what i'm trying but to say but didn't the mouth move on it the mouth moved yeah that's right like the eyes i mean it was all animatronic it was deemed way too creepy, and if you watch the video, it's it looks almost kind of like those uh, engineers in Prometheus, like the way their huh. faces. Yeah, look. it was. It, it kind of really looks like creepy. that. Yeah, it's weird, but I'm not crazy about what they did with the goblin uh, costume. All I think about is like Oakley sunglasses when I see it. <laughs> I picture him just wearing Oakley sunglasses. Uh, uh, watching this a lot, I compare it to. The X Men movie, the first one, simply because I think Leather. this was the, and I've I've thought about this a lot when taking my notes and stuff for this. I think this movie set the scene for all super other superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Like you could say Batman eighty nine did that, but it's kind of its own. There thing. was such a long gap though, and yeah, between them. Yeah, this started the that, new surge. There was the yeah. other Batman movies after it. There was Blade, and there was X Men. X Men and X Men was a big help. But compared to this, X Men is so cheesy. It really is. And this, I love. Sets, I love that first. I love the movie. Film. It's good. I it love is, it. It is just cheesy though, because it has those like one comments where Scott says to uh, Logan, yellow "Would you prefer spandex. yellow spandex?" And I'm like, Fuck. yeah. <laughs> and and that's that's the thing is that 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 movie is this movie sets it in a very real world. Yeah. It's it's a sci-fi movie but it's still we see norman and why he's going about the way he is right he's it's believable that his company is turning their backs on him because they're trying to make money i buy it's, that uh i i don't i i don't know it feel it feels very real to me especially uh toby's or sorry, Peter's relationship with Uncle Ben, like when they have their scene in the car and he tells him, stop pretending to be. Like, I, I don't, his, 
Cliff Robertson's face just sells it to me there. Like, yeah. I feel bad for him. I'm like, man, don't say that to your uncle. Yeah. Especially because I know what's coming. I, I, I guess my idea of what the goblin suit would look like in a real world setting would be something more in line with it wouldn't look like a moving target because that green is just a moving target. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be for the military. It's like you're just throwing a, a green, neon green metal, like reflective, reflective moving target through the air. Like that is a no. It's more in line with what they do with the new goblin in part three. Gotcha. I could see something more like that. Like that's kind of more of my ideal goblin mm-hmm. in this world anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that because I was, I totally got lost in my thoughts a second ago because I was trying to think of how it seems it, it's more realistic than the comic suit because mm-hmm. it's more militaristic and body armor like. Right. But I can see the the color thing, I think, has to come a lot from Norman because if you watch the lab scene, it's all either gray or green. Yeah. Even the computer screen. Yeah. And we've got the green gas, which still, I think, looks cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That whole transformation scene is great, except for, like, I never noticed there was a line where whenever he gets buckled yeah, in yes, by his yes, assistant, he's it's like, cool. it's cool. Oh, it's and cool. it's like, fucking cry about it. You're about to put your life on the line. Like, when? I've been feeling that, like, I always... he, he said it, like, out of character, and they're like, yeah, fuck it, roll with it. I I always, well, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was... It's it's he's not cold. It it's not it's it's in the script for sure because if you pay attention, it's got like foam underneath the metal uh. to where it's setting on top of him. But yeah, I always just saw that and I felt like I don't know. He seems scared. Yeah, like he he's willing to do this for his company, but the closer it gets, like when he's laying on this table, <laughs> he's, he's like it's getting real. He's like, oh fuck, what he's am like, I doing? Oh, fuck, that's about <laughs> to happen. It's getting weird, Jerry. And so that's why every time he says, oh, it's cold. I, I think he's like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. But I like his breakout scene where he just kind mm-hmm. of goes very animalistic. That's cool. I like that a lot. Back uh, to formula. Yeah. Dr. What was his name? Dr. Strom. Strom. Okay. He throws him. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Did you guys see in uh, the third one, the silver helmet? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, Did yeah. you see that? Inside in, the arsenal. Inside the arsenal, there's a silver helmet. Over the green one, huh. it's like the same exact helmet. Everything is like chrome. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see that. So he he definitely paints his own stuff. He yeah. Must. More green, and when they run out of green, it's like okay, we'll use gray. But uh, gray one thing where you're talking about that, how awesome that scene is, Willem, like, demanded that he did all of his stunts. So yeah, and he ended up doing like ninety percent of them, mm-hmm. like in suit, out of suit. Pretty much everything was him, and he, uh, I guess, had a lot to do with he because of his movements. He thought people could tell the difference between him and a stuntman. And man. a stuntman, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Well, how many stunts did he actually have to do then? I mean, the he's, whole last battle. Is there, a big one. There's the last battle. There's the battle uh, at Times Square. Um, there's the scene of him jumping out of the and the burning the building too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's doing all these fights. He trained for like four months. I'm just trying to remember or, how much uh, of it is actually. Four is he looked actually, great. Is actually yeah. CGI'd outside of that. 
CGI, the only thing CGI I think of is where he jumps on the glider. Yeah. I think a- anytime he's on the glider, pretty much. One except thing for the last I scene. really like about this movie is, because I've complained lots about CGI yes, on this podcast, uh, they keep it to a minimum. Uh, basically, Sam said, I only want to use CGI to fill in the lines from point A to point B. The stuff that we literally cannot do that that you can do the cgi like flying around Times and if Square. it looks and if it looks bad um or if it doesn't work i'm cut I, i'm just gonna cut it yeah so uh he i obviously at that time it looked great to him one but. thing i meant to say whenever you're talking about the sets and everything if i when i go back and watch it now i feel like i'm looking at a play because i can tell that they're real sets behind them like the warehouse fight scene at the end Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. particular, like how that looks, you can just—it looks awesome. Yeah, it just looks natural. That that warehouse where they fight in at the end was actually made up of leftover parts from other movies. Really, and they were trying to cut costs and like, how can we? How can we do this fight? Because initially, it was going to take place on the Brooklyn Bridge, mm-hmm. and it was based off of a uh, old broken down. That's weird hospital. that you say it was supposed to take place on the Brooklyn Bridge. I want to say in the video game. They do it did. It did. did and like, it? Yeah. yeah, it did. And that's the thing. Like the video game has a few things, few elements that were going to be in this film that were that were cut out. Yeah, yeah, they were cut mm. out. And one of them is the fight on the Brooklyn so Bridge. That's right. I remember. Huh. I couldn't get past that. I was so pissed. It was cool because once you did, you could play as the Goblin through the whole game. Yep. I just entered and it was Harry in. hearing voices. It was yeah. Hmm. It was Harry as the Goblin. So we go a little bit further, and I'm just I'm just going through my notes as they. As they just happened in the film, so uh, not to completely do pick it apart, but uh, so after after hearing about all the spiders, the different types of spiders and their abilities, whenever I first saw this movie, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like the reason why he's got organic web shooters is because he's going to become more of a it's going to become more of a mutation. So a huge fan of the 90s series. Oh, you know okay. where my mind went. Yeah. I, this is, Spider-Man 2 was Man-Spider. Man-Spider. Yeah. Oh, I would have loved that. Like, Yeah, uh, Doc Ock was still in the script when Sam was put on. Uh-huh. And he was the one that chose to drop him mm-hmm. because he thought three three origin stories would have been way too much, which yeah. for sure would have. We saw that in the third Oh, movie. it was going to be Doc Ock and Green Goblin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And way so they... I think that worked out because this, we get him in the second movie. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it kind of pulls the Batman, right? Because, like, Batman 89 is Batman Joker. Mm-hmm. And then you have Batman versus Catwoman and Penguin and two and Batman Returns and then two villains throughout the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Tally Ho. Somebody said Tally Ho in the movie. Who said it's Tally Peter. Ho? Peter. Peter, Peter right about, says Tally Ho. He's about to f- yeah. swing on the web for about the first swing time. A, yeah, he's like, Tally Ho. And I was like, all I could hear in my mind was Sam Ra- That's like Sam Raimi's spider-man version of sally forth from <laughs> army of darkness like i even said it out loud when we were watching it like i was like ah like that's that's funny i liked his whole trying to figure out how does how his web shooters worked because doesn't he say it like tally ho yeah <laughs> yeah he's <laughs> like just heavy sigh yeah. like i'm gonna tally ho here we go and we get some of the sam raimi cuts in there too because he's about to hit that wall and he's like Psh, mm. like yeah. yeah yeah that was cool um whenever he's chasing the the villain the the robber Go, oh, Web, yeah, go! Yeah. Fly! Yeah. Which, I mean, that whole... I can remember. AMC. I, yeah, that's where I saw same. it. The whole theater cracked, cracked up, up at that yeah. moment. And 
it was still funny here. I, I like it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was no, it was yeah, it's it's very uh probably Antiquated. refreshing after the last superhero comedy movie, Batman and Robin. Oh gosh, oh like that yeah. was the last yeah. last superhero movie that tried. What year did in that the humor. come out? Was that ninety eight? Ninety eight. X Men right? was mostly dark, but mm-hmm. it was it was it, it wasn't moments. so cheesy humor wise it was just it had cheesy effects and superhero moments yeah and whereas this blade they, was super dark he, he throws a bunch of humor in here and it actually blade works awesome. blade was awesome and there's like blade. the mask that was in there like nobody realizes that it was based off like this crazy cannibalistic comic book the mask yeah jim carrey um random tangent so ant may spider Peter's in his room trying to figure out his web shooters and like, oh, he's like, I'm going to shoot this or that. Do you remember the Dr. Pepper commercial that was yeah. that that moment? Like, yeah. that was the entire commercial. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was just that scene. This movie had so much product placement and I, yeah. st- I collected those fucking Dr. Pepper cans. I cleaned them out and I still have them. Because <laughs> it had, it had the, like, it had Green Goblin on it, it had Spider-Man, Spider-Man on it. There was a, there was a, uh, no, it was a Mary Jane Mary one. Mary Jane one, yeah. Uh, hmm. There was two different Spider-Man. I remember yeah. that shit now. Uh yeah, we also have the giant singular ad at the top of Times Square during that fight scene, and I I do remember the singular ad for this, where Spider Man was flying across the country, country. yeah, yep. yeah, connecting everyone's cell phones with his web, with his web, <laughs> yep. So he's in there trying out his web shooters. And Aunt May comes and knocks on the door. And she's like, "What are you doing? I'm exercising? Don't come in. I'm not wearing any clothes." It's like. I work out in the nude. Yeah, I freaking work out in the nude. You wanna, you wanna piss me? You gotta, you gotta look at the junk. Teenagers and the raging hormones. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Those damn twenty-six-year-olds. <laughs> uh, but like, here we go. Here we go. This is so much. Sl- I wrote down. This is so much slower than what I remember. It seemed like this. I felt like we watched a three-hour movie. What's the runtime? Really? Two hours. Two, Two hours. One. Spider-Man 3 is a lot longer than that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 220. Yeah. It's the longest of the three, but I mean... It has three villains, though. Yeah, and we also have, like, Marvel movies that are now longer than... Th- I mean, Spider-Man and Homecoming was longer than this, but, mm-hmm. like, that movie just is so well-paced, and that's... I mean, it's part of them trying to figure out how to do a comic book movie without dropping... Like, Blade. Blade works great and has a fast pace, but you're dropped in and Blade's already Blade. Same thing with X-Men, really. Like, we're following Wolverine. Wolverine the only person, through. really, yeah, is Wolverine. That Wolverine and, and Rogue. Yeah, but really we're following. The the, there are eyes and this world's already existed and we're picking things up as they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I like it. I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with it. I'm glad. I'm, uh, I, 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 it's I honestly have been wanting to rewatch it since our last watch. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I let go of this movie for a while. Uh, cause I watched it so many times as a, as a fifth, sixth, seventh grader. And then just, uh, had a several years where I just didn't watch it as often. And yeah. now I'm, I think I'm rediscovering think, my love for it. I think I just fell out of watching it because the whole Marvel cinematic universe happened. And there's so much happening there. Yeah, it's definitely I I I. There's Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe movies that I for sure like more than this, but Ian, who has been on our Way few, back a when. few podcasts yeah. back in the day for the MCU, 
I was talking to him recently about top top five, top ten lists for movies of all time. And this is one of my top five movies. Interesting. I know Jaws is on that list. Jaws, Evil Dead 2, Blade yeah. Runner, and uh, probably Raiders. Raiders. So we get Bonesaw yes. and like Macho Man doing the most crazy steroid Macho Man you've well, ever yeah, seen. Yeah, but also that set feels like a real arena yeah it does it yeah. feels like a wrestling it's a- ring. amazing yeah it does except for the last shot when they pan back at the end and it's like oh this is a really empty warehouse <laughs> with a few stands yeah um and we also get octavia spencer in one of her earliest we roles. do i was like oh my There's god no this is because you mentioned way. that on sh- when we did our shape of water mm-hmm. that she was in here and i couldn't i was like where like i don't i didn't yeah remember. she was the uh casting director's assistant mm-hmm I don't know if she was already acting or not, and if she just got handed the role. But she, I don't know how much money they paid her, but they had to pay her a lot because she's in Bad Santa too, and she plays a prostitute in Bad Santa too. Oh and shit, just, that's right. It's just like no, you're better than this. Get <laughs> out of here. Not good. Leave. But we get the robber, and of course he kills. He quote kills Uncle Ben because don't forget we have a retcon coming. God, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand that retcon. I, I, I know I we'll think talk it's about a it. Studio more. choice. It yeah. was. It, that totally had to have been because like it makes you no have to you have sense. to give because you have to give Spider Man a reason to go kill the yeah. Sandman mm-hmm. as black suit Spider Man. But still, like because if you look at Sandman, would have been just another throwaway villain mm-hmm. you gotta give a backstory at what cost though yeah at what cost you 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 kind of in a way lessen the death of uncle ben oh yeah um and not in a good way yeah and his and death you. scene is so pained i it I, is I, was, I hate watching him die i i was i've not that i like any, watching anybody die but <laughs> yeah. you, yeah. You, you know what i mean yeah. i was thinking about it but i've rarely experienced loss in my life but one of the hardest moments was my dog got out of the yard and got hit by a car and i found him and i i right before he died too i i was running down the street and i could sense it and you see that in peter's face he he sees a crowd and he just knows there's something wrong that he can relate to. And maybe that's the spider sense. I don't know. But it feels like how I can relate to that, knowing there was something wrong about my dog. And he he, he, he just I'm freaks so out. Sorry. That was, that, that's my uncle. That's your Uncle Ben so moment. painful. I'm Everyone sorry. in their life has an Uncle Ben moment, mm-hmm. whether it is your actual Uncle Ben or <laughs> your dog. <laughs> Everyone has it. I lost my Uncle Ben Rice. I was going to say the only Uncle Ben <laughs> in my life is some rice. But some I mean, rice, man. And you, you stay away from those. I do stay away from those. I think, honestly, if your name is Ben and you <laughs> become an crazy. uncle, just fucking let, stay away from New York. <laughs> so, I didn't remember that Peter murders this guy. Yeah. Spider yeah, in a way. murderer. In a way. No, totally. Like, he, I mean, he doesn't. Well, he didn't he, push him. The guy he tripped. He tripped. Yeah, he tripped. But it was, but it was because he was intimidated by by Peter. By and I think Peter mask. was going to fucking kill him either way. Yeah, my yeah pro- probably. <laughs> probably. And that's what makes one. This is a standout movie because we have Batman and he's kind of unrelatable. He's a rich guy who decided to take justice into his own hands because his parents were killed 
mm-hmm. not very relatable. Then we have the X Men movies. They were born that, different. That's, that's, they were born different. We all experienced that, but then going to save the world for it. But Peter is handed a great deal of power, and he does something selfish with it, which yeah. that's human. Yeah, that's so real. He and then the, he gets screwed over, and so he decides to screw that guy over. And he does just make like very real. Everybody else yeah. would do, and. Uh, he literally feels hate for this man after his uh, uncle is taken from him. I think I think Batman's relatable in a way that it's more people dealing with their demons, mm-hmm. kind of like Tony Stark. So yeah, 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 yeah. Christian, I, I get you. Christian Bale Batman is definitely more relatable than 1989 Batman, in my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah, more so. Yeah, yeah. but I just meant Batman the character in general. Oh yeah. Um, I don't. I didn't remember that this. So our next big scene here after the murder is they're testing out the weaponry in the middle of Area Fifty One. I guess. Um, I think is that the same place where Sandman becomes Sandman? Uh, I, I think don't it's, know. I don't I, think we ever get a name from that company. No, it just looks because this is Aerospace who ends up buying or wanting to buy Oscorp. Oscorp. Yeah. Yeah, it looks very similar, but uh, I don't. I never, I never remember that there are fucking lasers that shoot out of the glider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like yeah, only time we see it too. Oh wait, I, I no, yeah, I think it's the only time. Yeah, because yeah, because he shoots a rocket the rest of the time. Like why? Why the la- why green? I mean, of course they're fucking green <laughs> lasers. Yeah, <that's laughs> you know what? You know what's weird though? The glider isn't green. No, it's purple because purple. purple looks great with green. Yeah, and I yeah I champion that, but I just I do I didn't remember the fucking lasers, and I was like, why not a pumpkin bomb? Why not like a dozen pumpkin bombs? He just shoots the lasers into the little. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe he had some money for lasers, and he was like, you know what? Fuck it, we're putting lasers in this. I can scene. shoot this once a month. <laughs> I'm gonna kill them all. So after that, we get Spider Man being Spider Man, and it's probably my favorite part of the film, and. It's the random interventions of crime. Yes. Uh, Fantastic montage. Yes. And all the citizens with their stories like that is a that is a great Spider-Man moment. And that's something that I always want. He stinks and I don't like him. And the newspaper spinning. You've talked about how you can quote Predator. Uh, And uh, what was it? What was another one? That's the only what? one I remember. You can quote Predator, Turtles, and Batman. Your t- childhood. And, oh yeah. This is the movie this that can I can Spider-Man. quote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can probably quote that entire scene. Yeah, because you knew where Tally. I wrote down just Tally Ho, and I was like, "Where the fuck did that come from?" Like, so I like this, and I always, I want a comic book film, and we've gotten a few that are kind of like this in a way, but I want a comic book film where we see our hero just being the hero doing like there's not necessarily a big bad there doesn't have to always be a big bad right, sometimes right, right. it's like just a it's a character story and we got a reference to that to i maybe a direct reference to this scene in homecoming where we he's did. trying to do that yeah, yeah. completely failing because yeah. there's yeah. nothing for him to do in in queens right keep your feet on the ground kid no so after this, we go into the Daily Bugle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we meet Jay Jonah, who we already said is fantastic. Like they oh, could have not, they could not have picked a better person. And I think 
the reason why we haven't had one since is because who the you, fuck are yeah, you gonna, who get? You gonna right? get to play them? That'd be oh man. I mean that those is those are big shoes to fill. Yeah. You know what he has said though, he is open to come back to it. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. I just don't think they'll bring him back because people won't. are gonna get confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the Terminator and Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger. You can't really have anybody else play the quote Terminator other than Arnold. Right. And when he's gone, that's gonna be it for that franchise. I feel like Jay Jonah is kind of that to Spider-Man. Hmm. I just can't. I mean, I agree with it because they ha- there hasn't been one since. Yeah, yeah. I just can't, I'll, I'll I just can't imagine. It. If yeah. it happens, it happens. There's been three movies since. Homecoming. Okay, I'll say two movies because I won't count Homecoming because he's still, what, 15, 16? Yeah, right, yeah he's not going for he's a, not He's a, not going for a, a job. Like job. Yeah, so an amazing Spider-Man yeah. didn't happen. I don't even remember him having a fucking job in that. But. An amazing Spider-Man? Yeah. He didn't. No, wait. Did he? No, he didn't. We see a very young Elizabeth Banks as Betty Brant. I love oh. Elizabeth Banks. And yeah. Mm-hmm. She did. Yeah. And I mean, her her role is small in all of these films, but I I look forward to her. Yeah, this time. is like one of her first two. She did uh, Wet Hot American, I think, came out the year before this, 2001. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, and we get our we get our big our big action scene of the whole film. There mm-hmm. was like I remember the skeletons. This this that's spooky, the one scary thing that always stood spoiled. out to me. Because weren't they colored too? They weren't just white. Like they were like like, like I just watched it eye. before this. I I think I they're the same they're, color. But they no, but they were green though, weren't they? Not in the tra- I think in the trailer they were just. I think in the skeleton game color. they were green. I can't remember. Because like. Yeah, I think in the game they were great. But yeah, they were spoiled. <laughs> they were spoiled, yeah. and it's like, why are there skeletons in <laughs> Spider-Man? Oh, like, in the trailer, it showed it. Yeah, yeah I was that's like, right. what in the world? What are we mm-hmm. doing? Because it didn't show them dying. Like, it, it showed, just showed like, just, just like a montage cut skeleton. to real quick. Yeah. It's like, uh... You know, 2000. I know we hired the evil dead guy, but... The Spider-Man to fight an army of skeletons? Oh, God, I hope not. Yeah, that would be awesome. Sally Ford. <laughs> 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 well, and here they ta- come playing. Tally ho. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Tally ho. Tally ho. Hey, here uh, we go, guys. Danny Elfman wrote the March of the Dead. He did. He did. And he also is. And the this score is here. one of the one of my favorite scores that he's done. I I like it. I like it more now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It didn't resonate as much as I remember. And speaking of sounds, because I keep forgetting to ask this, what was the fucking sound effect? That, like you were like, it was missing. Oh, uh, he watched. He watched. I, we these we and will he get. We'll get to. Podcast. We'll get to that. Okay, so you have it written on. down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Because it's it's been driving me crazy since you mentioned it. <laughs> But uh, we get some very CG, CGI balloons and balloon bouncing, bounce houses yep. in the sky. I always, I always thought that was so cool when I it on was. the VHS. It was, yeah, I was it was like, super this cool. looks awesome. Wow. I thought they were real. And now in 4K, it's kind was, of like... <laughs> it's like, holy shit, this is not good. <laughs> you know, I, I have, think they look better than the Spider-Man running up the wall. Yes. Balloons. Oh, without Especially a doubt. like he flies, the goblin flies by and rubs his hand on it and it moves and I'm like, yeah. that looks so real. Yeah, that's a that's a great. But then shot when you have the the them the CGI balloons floating in front of the CGI cityscape, cityscape that's yeah. when I'm like, oh, that those aren't real. None of this is real. I I do agree. The green screen work 
here, like in this in this particular scene, looks mostly great. My one complaint is uh, Mary Jane is clinging to an obvious mannequin swinging through the air. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. always has bothered me. Yeah, I was it looks, like, yeah. it looks fucking weird. <laughs> like, nothing's moving. Her hair's not even really moving. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's, she's gripping like, onto him. Yeah. But, like, everything's so perfectly still as they're yeah, swinging. The way, it's like, yeah. mm, this That's is weird. Did the legs just, even. Did, he's just so strong. Did the legs even move? Muscles. Like we don't see the legs. You know, it's like a close just, shot. Close you see shot. his shoulder, the side of his head, and her, and face. her holding on to yeah. him. Okay, that's right. And yeah. yeah, it just looks weird because, like, yeah, he, there's no arm motion or anything while he's swinging. And this is jumping ahead a little bit, but do you remember the MTV Spider-Man series? Where it yeah, had, oh, with, with uh, Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris. Harris. Patrick Harris. Yeah. And it was Spider-Man 1.5. Like, they were like, oh, this is all canon. The trailer. It's all in between. And yeah, and it had, it had the lizard in it. As Rob Zombie voiced Rob Zombie the li- lizard, yeah. The, lizard, the trailer right. for that was on the VHS for really? this movie. Yeah. 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 I remember watching that because it was like, oh, my God. It was like, I want to say more like anime. Yeah, it yeah was I've, I've watched it yeah. probably... It's really I watched the first today. episode of a couple years ago, and yeah, that animation was... was I, I hated it. Back then, I didn't mind it. I thought it was pretty cool and something different. And yeah, I, that's... I, I, that. I remember I watched the first episode... Because the first episode is with the lizard, isn't it? I think it's with Electro. Whatever the first episode was, I remember watching that. Or it was the robber. Or it was like the weird... I want to say that on the DVD, they included the first episode. Did they? I saw on like a later know. on like a later release of the DVD, and that's where that's where I watched it at. Huh. But yeah, I remember I remember Rob Zombie was was Kurt Connors, and they were like, "Oh, it's all gonna play into Spider Man 2. Two. Yeah. Spider Man Two came out and did not address a single fucking thing. No, it didn't because like, uh, well, Doctor Connors was in Spider Man One, wasn't he? You don't see him. He's but mentioned. He's, he's referred yeah, he's, to it because he is in who the Peter sec- apparently Connors worked for before. But he is in the second one, right? Yeah. And then it doesn't re- say shit about him being the lizard. No. Yeah. Yeah, I was curious if you guys remembered that. I liked that. I, I wish it would have actually played into, into Spider-Man Two. I remember it ending on a cliffhanger as well and never getting resolved, which sucked. It was a cool little show. Hmm. But, yeah, it was only what like eight, ten episodes. Yeah, like eight, that. yeah, something like that. It was really short. Yeah, but I mean, it was super expensive to produce because of the animation. Because the animation was like the top notch animation at the time. Yeah. So Mary Jane and Peter have an awkward encounter, and Mary Jane's like, "Why are you so interested?" It's like there's a lot of that in this movie. He, One she of the is reasons like just fucking trouble. I like this movie so much. Is because I can relate to him so much and his He's so his, awkward. His he gets awkwardness, that. his uh yeah, his shyness when he when she uh, so many times I'm like, I that's that's me. Like he thinks she's waving at him. Yes. And so he goes to wave and yeah. then the girls behind him walk by and I'm like that I that has happened to me. You literally. haven't lived until that has fucking happened. There to was you. a there was a guy who uh, was part of the scene me and Brandon were a part of when we were in a band together, and I I could always tell he didn't like me at all for mm-hmm. whatever reason. And a a year or two ago, I saw him at a show, and I thought he was waving to me, and so I like nodded up at him, and really he was waving to the person behind <laughs> me, and I was like, I I don't think he saw me. Oh and so no! Hopefully that was the case. That happened to me 
when I was like 13 and I was at a high school football game and this girl who was like way older than me was waving at someone behind me and I thought she it's like the same situation in Spider-Man. But, but like the her asking him if he got contacts and he just doesn't respond. I'm like, yeah. no. that's I've done that so yeah. many times if a, a girl would talk to me in school and and then like I when just... he actually does talk to her uh out the fence post mm-hmm. and he's like your performance in so Cinderella. And so. I, and Cinder- I cried, I like, cried a like a baby. baby when you played Cinderella. We were 12 or something. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what I went that that would be me. But yeah, he gets he gets that awkwardness down. And I truly that was something that's the one part of Peter here that I that I like more than probably at least more than Andrew Garfield but not 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 as much as Tom Holland. Tom Holland nails the Tom Holland is perfect. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Andrew uh, Garfield was I don't know. Yeah. He's too cool. He's, he's too, too cool. cool. A he's lot, not believable. What I've heard he's uh there's there was a watch mojo list or uh-huh. a video that was comparing the two of them and basically it was it ended up being Toby wins between the two of them. In that video it mentions Toby is the perfect Peter. Andrew is, is the, the perfect, perfect Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Exactly. And neither of them really... I mean, Toby's a good Spider-Man, but he's still he's still the cheesy kid underneath that mask. Whereas yeah. Tom can like fool you. Yeah. He's the cool, quippy Spider-Man that you love, but he's also the nerd that a lot of us can relate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I liked how J. Jonah didn't give Peter up. Yes. That was surprising. I was like, oh, okay, there's a little hard Because he hates Spider-Man. You think this guy is just like a jerk. But really, I've heard this. I I think it was actually J.K. Simmons was saying it. He says uh, he's not a jerk. He doesn't just hate everyone. But Spider-Man makes him feel bad about himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like he, nobody can be that good, that selfless to just go risk their life for all these people. He wants to, he, he wants to show a bad side of him if there is one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is what it is yeah but yeah he he protects this kid which is surprising yeah it was great and i like the scene on the rooftop right after with uh goblin and spider-man mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how it's kind of very dreamy and oh yeah and he's like it's like he's carrying him isn't that right like he, no no you really that... don't see him carry him he goes down to catch him when he falls that's what okay yeah uh no he just wakes up leaning against wake up little spider he wakes up leaning against a, a light fixture on top of the building that's right and that's when he propositions him join to join forces. to join him. join me but what the fuck would that what would they do what would they do rob banks think of what they could build or they could destroy <laughs> but seriously Maybe it would be like a Daft It might be the crazy part of his brain because, I mean, that's what the goblin says when we get that Ash Williams mirror scene. Yeah. uh, But a way better version. And he says something about we need to have him join us. Mm -hmm. And so. I always thought those. Or think of if he joined us. That scene was really awesome when he's like talking to himself, but not. Yeah. He's talking to the other other part of himself it's cool pretty cool it's a great in the mirror willem dafoe scene yeah yeah that it is especially when he would act scared as norman yeah and i i I hadn't really thought about it before but 
I guess I'm more aware as an adult, but you see the second personality take over him throughout the throughout movie. Throughout the movie. Like, what he gets more and more control to the where the end, he can fake it. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't, which which is uh, the perfect reason for Peter not to know who he is the entire time. Although he does show his cards at at the Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, I was going to tell He brings a fruitcake mm-hmm. that evil son of a bitch yeah it's a i can't believe they didn't say you you must be a super villain it's a fucking rat bastard move right there honestly and he's rich too like you know he can go yeah buy. he could get he like the, bought the whole fancy cake or whole something. damn spread for him like brings well, in a fruit cake really god maybe he was asked for it who knows who asked for a fruit cake yeah matt i don't know aunt how people aunt may i don't know how people aunt may is from an old world i don't know how people asked. in new york are but fuck you if you like fruit cake honestly <laughs> not good yeah which speaking of aunt may rosemary harris does a wonderful job throughout this entire Mm -hmm. series yeah but she's just not hot like the new one (laughs) it's the only thing that's the only thing that is not the point (laughs) it's the only thing man uh but i appreciate her i really appreciate her after the Thanksgiving scene, whenever she's saying a prayer and like Goblin comes in, he's like, Finish, finish it! Yes! Finish it! And no, yeah, there's a. I can. I was cracking up at that scene because. All I, I can think I of can, is Merman. Yeah. Evil! I wanna. I'm gonna play a, a thing. The only things I have are. First of all, and we kind of mentioned it, but I just put Aunt May and then three fire emojis. Oh, she yeah. was fine. Yeah, and so I loved she was fine. that. Kind of, yeah, I love oh. that progression of <laughs> that doesn't first fit there. Sam Raimi Spider Man. We get a basically a great grandma, Aunt yeah. May, super duper yeah. old. Yeah, but when she's in that in that gown, that nightgown. Ew, oh gross. Every day. He just said when she's in that nightgown. Oh, gross. Yeah. And she's praying? You're a freak. Yeah, you're gross. <laughs> I love a religious girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's praying. Uh, I could not stop laughing during that scene because that's all I thought of was that stupid joke. Fucking Aunt May on her knees, giving me me the Jesus. Finish it. (laughs) Yeah, as soon as he said finish it, I'm like, oh Oh, boy, that's right. (laughs) Oh boy, here we go. Uh, I can't, I can't see that scene uh, normal again. Never again. Did you guys like the the encounter between Goblin and Spider-Man in the fire, the burning building? I thought it was. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, cool I thought visual. it was awesome. It's a really cool visual, but. And it reveals he's so predictable, like a moth to the flame. Who's Spider-Man? Imagine yeah. if yeah. he didn't show up and the whole thing just fucking collapsed. Norman Osborn found wearing his costume. In his carbon fiber Fucking Power Ranger yeah. suit. It would have been fine. But yeah, that that scene was... Uh, what, what was the person yelling? Help me! Just, I like the help! scream whenever no, he turns just, around. Yeah, she, he's just screaming. Yeah. That's this like, horror scream. Yeah. It sounded like it was ripped out of like, Army of Darkness. Or that's what, that's yeah. what I thought, too. It sounded like it was just a reuse track. Yeah. From mm-hmm. one of his earlier movies. Uh, yeah. What, what is it? It's the scene... It's the scene with Ash down in the... Down in the pit is where like that scene keeps hmm. coming to mind. Yeah, maybe. In Army of Darkness? Yeah. Yeah. 
But this is one of those scenes where we get this woman outside. There's the mom that's just great. She's this this actress is great. She's looking great. Perf- she's she looking good. She she's 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 a mother. She's well shaped. Terrified because of her baby. But there's this lady behind her who's like, it's Spider-Man! Spider-Man! <laughs> and then, uh, and then <laughs> a few seconds later, she's like, there's somebody still up there! And I'm just like, you need to Thank tone you, it Johnny down. Thank you, Johnny Exposition. <laughs> wow, this, this is my chance. Yeah. This is my That's chance exact, for, this for that is my spin-off big break. series. That yeah. spin-off series. Yeah. That, that comedy series. Random citizen. Here we go. Yeah, so then we get to the, the final battle. Um... Mary Jane gets captured. I liked where he kind of like catapults himself mm-hmm. off the flags. That was really cool. Yeah. Nice, I didn't notice nice. that every one of these movies has some kind of American flag behind Spider-Man imagery. I oh, at the very end. Yeah. But it happens really awkwardly in part mm-hmm. three. I f- Wait, how do they do it in part three? He lands on the building and then it goes slow mo and he slowly runs and gets well, up. Well, I feel like. And it's right before meeting one... Gwen Stacy. So it's like, America, fuck yeah. And then it's like, cheat on your girlfriend. <laughs> fuck I f- yeah. <laughs> I feel like in the first one, it makes sense because it is post 9 11. That so you got to get. get that. You got to get that. You got to get, you get that. that. Yeah. Patriotism get, I, in, in I, the I, cinema. Yeah. So I feel like that's why they kept it going. Because this movie, these these movies did come out after after nine eleven. After nine eleven, and I so get it. I get it in the first one. Morale was kind of low. We were like, shit. What yeah. are we gonna do? What are we Put gonna Spider-Man do? Spider Man with the American flag. My next note is about the final battle. So do you want to talk about the cart and uh, the cart and a full of people, as well as Mary Jane on the bridge? Sure. Yeah. Wasn't it like a Boy Scouts club? It was just a bunch of kids. It was a bunch of kids. It's like random a class, kids probably. at like midnight. Yeah, yeah. Midnight yeah, on a what? Like, and there's no adult in sight because yeah, she's in her in her pajamas. So it's that tells, it's, and it was right after the whole Aunt May thing. Okay, so she's let's old. say Aunt May goes to bed at eight. Yeah, because she's old. Peter comes to the hospital at nine. Mary Jane gets captured at ten. No, no, no. It's overnight. He sleeps. It's overnight. Oh, it is. Overnight. He falls asleep. Because then it has this random jump scare of uh, the Green Goblin, <sighs> and, and, yeah. and then Peter yeah. wakes up. Is good. And yeah, I mean, it's if it's then. yeah, it's probably it just seems really late. But yeah, probably. But he holds. He manages. Holds, manage manages to hold the kids and Mary by the Jane. Cable. Yeah, by yeah. the cable. It looks good because I mean they did that. With uh, green screen, I guess blue screen technically. And then he just sets it down on the uh, the barge. The barge. Mm-hmm. Yep. As the people, here, Spidey, I'll pull it underneath you. Yeah, as all the people are like, oh, you mess with Spider Man, you mess you with mess one with of us. us. Yeah, you mess with all of us. It's like, oh god, and like, they're polluting their river. Dial back your fucking accent, because <laughs> that is you mess with Spidey, you mess with all of us. <laughs> like Tony, get me a pizza. First they hate him, then they love him. You know. It's crazy. The city's kind of manic with Spider-Man. I feel like it depends on what part of the town he's in. That too. If he's with the Italians, they're like, ah, we don't need you. Uh, in spite of all he's done for them, eventually they will hate him. You. So, final battle. I liked the slow-mo 
exploding of the bomb and, and he's like i love the suit destruction man nice. do i love the suit destruction that's always my favorite no, part great. like favorite look of all of these films is whenever the suit gets really that was probably my fucked up. favorite action figure what was the battle damage was the battle damage suit yeah i yeah. remember that because i made my own battle damage suit out of a spider-man action figure i had that was a rubber suit you put on over peter parker oh yeah and i cut out little pieces because i didn't have the battle damage suit yet that's cool. And now I'm like, fuck, I wish I would have done that. I didn't even know they had a they had a quick change Spider-Man. I remember they had the quick change Batman and Ghost Rider where the head would... Batman, you put the cowl on, but like Ghost Rider's head would go into his chest and you put on like the, the Fun skull. fact, the quick change Spider-Man had the wrestling suit, normal Peter Parker, and the Spider-Man suit. It's the most expensive one to get now. Really? It's like 250 bucks to find it like unopened i've never even seen it so i'll pull it up really quick so but we have the final battle and i like i like the back and forth between them i like that spider-man gets the upper hand and then norman's like a chicken all of a sudden i mean he's playing him but he's like huh peter no 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 well then we get the most sam raimi moment of the movie and my favorite moment of the movie is his death and this is the moment that you've been waiting for oh okay all right because I, when I watched this last year, early December or whenever it was, uh, I've got the 4K pack. Right. And so I turned it on, put it on, and there was some audio. There was one audio part I noticed early with the bus, the second bus scene mm-hmm. where he rips the, the banner off. And then I noticed that this scene, which killed me because I thought it maybe it was a remix and they, they r- ruined it in my opinion. But then when we watched it together again, I realized it was because it was set to 7.1 Atmos, mm. and I only have a 5.1 system. Okay. And so I think that was my issue, so I bit it, and it fixed it. It's when he kill, he's his gliders flying at him, we get the quick cut Sam Raimi style. Yes. And we get the close-up of Norman Osborn's face. Oh! Oh. Is what he says. Yeah, he says, oh. And I love it. I don't know why. It is just... it's slightly comical uh-huh or it's like dark, dark humor dark yeah it's, it's darkly ironic yeah it's because he essentially kills himself yeah and he's like and he oh. notices it yeah at that last moment i love it but in the 7.1 atmos it wasn't there mm-hmm. the o so you just it see was his like, mouth open it was like barely there it was super quiet and i was like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> so this is the best part of the goddamn movie yeah and so, yeah, I think it was just my fault. For that, that sounds. That, yeah, I love that part where he song. where he does that. And you, oh, yeah. when he raises his eyes up and he's like, "I'm gonna finish her, nice and slow." It's like, wow, like we cut, we cut into the porn <laughs> movie. Oh, like, just wait to see what else slides up. Uh, but really, not that he is fucking cross-eyed. He looks cross-eyed in that moment. Hmm. To I me, didn't notice. I, I, so he gets like, like that scowl on his face, it, which I like, like the scowl, but like he is evil. Yeah, he <laughs> is. That he has so much menace. Willem Dafoe has so much menace in his in his glare. When uh, um, Aunt May at the we didn't even mention the Thanksgiving dinner, which all we that vaguely stuff talked happens. About he he leaves, and Mary Jane's offended by what he says, and then she leaves. And that has to be the most awkward Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. Yeah. After okay, maybe not. I, I'm sure we've all had pretty doesn't, awkward doesn't, Thanksgiving doesn't dinners with Harry our family. Doesn't Harry say like maybe my dad's right or something? 
He said, like, well, he, she says, thanks for standing up for me, Harry. You heard that? We all, we all heard, heard that, that creep. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, that's right. Hey, that creep if is my father. father. Yeah. If I'm lucky, I'll become half the man he is. So just keep your mouth shut about things you don't know anything about. And, that's right. And then, and then Aunt, Aunt May, May says, Harry Osborne. That's right. And then she says, sorry, Aunt May. And she leaves. So then yeah. we've got, <laughs> after yeah. all this crazy stuff yeah. happening, Peter three Aunt May. sitting down. Well, no, what's even more awkward is that male. Peter has to live with Harry. Yeah, Aunt that, May doesn't. That's, I think he's already felt awkward when he didn't tell him about mm-hmm. Mary Jane at all, anyway. They, oh, they've yeah. been dating and he's kept it to himself. Right. I mean, there's that. Uh, and... Well, I've been fighting your dad, so I don't want to tell you. But uh, Aunt May I mean, who's gonna eat slaps cake? Osborne's hand oh. when he tries to grab May, food. He's, he's while sticking his grace. fingers. In, <laughs> which, like, seriously, what's, why is he sticking his fingers in the food anyway? And it, was it in like question. the turkey or something too? Like, no, it was, it was uh, the uh, sweet know, potatoes. Was, uh, That's yeah. right. But he looks like he's gonna grab that fork and like fucking right in her throat. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's like, bitch, was, you're dead. See, that, I'm gonna come blow up in your with house. that with that scene. It's very. He's walking a thin line on that scene between Norman and the Green Goblin mm-hmm. because with how he speaks to Harry in the hallway, and then with grabbing the food and how he kind of like just shoots her that glare. How he brings the fucking fruitcake. Uh, yeah, yeah. see that piece of shit. Yeah, I did notice that when he's in the hall, he's like. Do, do what, what you, you have to do with her and then broom her fast. Yep. And he sounds kind of goblinish yeah. there. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I wonder if I'm, I'm Peter. See, he, was... he didn't catch up. I, I guess he was so distracted by how awkward it was. He didn't, yeah. ca- he didn't catch it. Well, did you not know at, the, at that point who he was? He doesn't was? know until no. the end. He takes his mask. He says, Peter, please. And he takes the mask. Shit, and he's like, that's right. Yeah. Mr. Osborne. Yeah. But Norman knew who Peter Norm- was. That's right. Norman knew who uh, he was. At Thanksgiving. He didn't know. Yeah. 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 He knows who I am when he takes Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which, speaking of the hospital scene, we, we skipped over that a little bit too. I want to mention this. Yeah. Super romantic scene here where he spills his guts to her via a story mm-hmm. that he supposedly was talking to Spider-Man about. Yeah. yeah. And I just go, my, I'm, I'm looking at her, I'm thinking, you are not buying this, are you really? Like, are you really? serious? Yeah, I mean, he, he goes for the first thing he says he, he says, I, uh, what he said to me, uh, what I said to him, Spider-Man, <laughs> it changes his story there. And he says, the thing about Mary Jane is when you look in her eyes, as he's looking in, in her, her eyes, eyes yeah. as though the only like more obvious thing he, he could have said that makes it seem like he's just picking things that he's looking at is the thing about Mary Jane is when you're with her in a hospital after your aunt has been attacked by a (laughs) that's the that's the only more obvious he could have gotten he could have gotten with it yeah yeah. (laughs) and then we get Harry revealing it uh, uh, Mary Jane being the more so counterweight for him to use because he goes he he, he walks in on them Mm. holding hands yeah and he goes home he goes home to dad. Dad's crazy. And he's like, dad, is that you? The one laughing maniacally Shit, <laughs> the, throughout right, the house. Yeah. And he comes down and he's like, well, you're right about Mary Jane. She, he's, she's in love with Peter. And he says, Parker? Parker? And he says, yeah. And I was thinking, yeah, I wish he would have said, no, Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah. I also wanted to mention on that bridge scene, I, I noticed something this time. 
my last childhood favorite connects to this in a way. Because if you remember, Hogarth Hughes, he says, he says to the giant near the end of the movie, he says this, you are who you choose to be. Choose. Mm -hmm. And we get the Green Goblin. He says, we are who we choose to be. Now choose. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. I'm going to figure out what other movies say that quote. I, and, it's, and they're all movies that I like as a child. You're, you're, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I mean, to. it's like mentoring a candidate over here. Like <laughs> sleeper agent. I just couldn't believe that. I was like, that's the two words off. Yeah. That's, I, yeah. That was, that was funny. I I like the narration at the beginning and the end of the film. That's something I do really appreciate. Mm-hmm. I, at I the like funeral stuff. scene. At the funeral scene, but I mean, we also get it at the beginning. I like that. Mm-hmm. And I like that Spider-Man doesn't get the girl in the end. Yeah, it's, we get... He has so love much interest, development. But, yeah, but I mean, not, it's the, it's the, the greatest coming-of-age movie of all time, so he develops in immensely <laughs> we get every character really develops in a major way in besides way. aunt may and jj uh because harry he goes from being this like sad mopey my father hates me to i'm gonna avenge my father's death and in right. between that he was a playboy and we get mary jane who i really didn't notice it until the past couple of times i watched it She's like, she kind of doesn't believe in herself. Mm-hmm. She's very low self-esteem. And by the end of the movie, she tells him, I'm finally happy just being me. Right. Yeah. Well, She's I mean, she let gets... go of all the baggage that she took from her parents' house. If you got replaced in the play. And you find out when you come to... We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any further notes? Let me or... see. <laughs> oh I came up with a theory. <laughs> oh my god, you, did, right, put, you did Matt this shit. Let's hear it. <laughs> this, is my, this is usually my role. Uh, this movie is... Is Peter getting vengeance for... Uncle Ben. If you were listening to Uncle Ben early on in the movie when we first meet him, Aunt May tells him, which I like how everybody refers to him at her as Aunt May. Like yeah. when Norman comes to to uh, lunch, he's like, "Sorry, I'm late, Aunt May." Right? Yeah. Work was, was everyone murder. does. That, that's, like, that's such that's, a that's strange. You that's just not your aunt. That's yeah. such a comic book thing, though. <laughs> yeah, but. uh she says, just don't fall on your ass. And he says, when the plant's uh, general electrician is let go after 35 years, what else would you call it? I am on my ass. Yep. The plant's general electrician. We see a plant in this movie, and it's Oscorp Industries. That's where where he's doing his, uh, his experiments. It's at the Oscorp plant. Yeah. So what if? He was let go of Oscorp because they're having all these financial issues, like the Already, general's going to sure. let them go and all that. And by the end, Peter Parker murders takes Uncle it, Ben's takes, boss. Takes oh, Uncle Ben's boss. That is a hell of a theory. Thank you. Thank you. I thank like you that. Guys. I like that. Thank you. I like that. <laughs> I came I up with that, that right before the podcast. Uh, and the other, <laughs> the only other thing I have, <laughs> the only other thing I have written down is. 
a quote, which is, what a giant queef. And that is, I don't remember. That was Kindle. It was Kindle. We were watching it, and I don't remember who it was that she was saying it about. It was probably Flash. No, it was. I think it was Norman. It was after I wrote. It's real that Pete's first thought is selfish, and drawing montage is cheesy. So I think it was the the uh, wrestling promoter. Was it the wrestling promoter, or was it uh, was it uh, Mary Jane's boss? From the diner? Yeah. yeah. It, it couldn't have been that. It was it, been that? It, yeah, that hadn't happened yet. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. it's before he draws he, he draws his Oh yeah, it had to be the wrestling promoter. No, uh, that can't be right. I don't know where but either way, <laughs> it, I think it was I can't feel my it, legs. It, it, it must have been <laughs> the flying Dutchman. Oh, I heard a story that my legs. that was I can't feel my legs. Somebody one of the somebody with who worked with Sam uh that was a real story like he went he walked by a car crash and somebody was screaming that <laughs> oh man <laughs> so, so they put it in this movie oh man what a giant quote uh oh i also have written down cage guy isn't is so enthusiastic cuz <laughs> cage when the, yeah, guy, yeah, he, yeah he is yeah. so excited and speaking of excited i've never seen anybody as enthusiastic in the face as Norman Osborn is to give to get Peter a job <laughs> when Harry says, "Hey, Dad, uh, or Pete, you're probably looking for a job. Can you help him out, Dad?" And he just looks so happy, <sighs> like, "Come be my son. I've never <laughs> had." Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make some calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, worry. I'll make it happen. I'll make it happen. <laughs> Don't worry, kid. I got you. Imagine what we can build. I'll destroy. That's 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 Spider Man. So that is Spider Man. You know what's next? Favorite scene. Do you, I'll tell you mine. It's the montage. Okay. Yep. Yep. Guy with eight hands. Sounds hot. Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless. Fantastic. See, like that was another scene that was planted. I was like, oh, they're gonna fucking do Man Spider. <laughs> yeah. What about you? The wrestling scene. Bone saw is ready. I love, I love so my Macho good. Man. I love fucking Macho Man too. Awesome. Like I just want to hear him go, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." There we go. And Peter did most of those. Or Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. Toby McGuire did most of his stunts in that scene. Yeah, that was just like a, him actually getting he just hit by the chair the fucking, and yeah. thrown on the. He fell a, down and like kicked him into the cage, and that was it. And it's like, oh, it's over. It's like. No, 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 no. People fall off of the top of those things and still get up. What was interesting about that cage, though, it enclosed them inside. It's a hell in a cell. That's basically just a hell in a cell right there. (laughs) But Yeah, that scene was awesome. Yep, I liked it a lot. It's good. What about you? Uh, I love that last scene of them fighting. It's so cool. It looks awesome. That that first scream when he's flying backwards into the wall. Yeah. Yeah, it's very Evil Dead-ish. It, it, like, and then just watching the, him get the shit beat out of him. Just well, like the oh, one so thing, painful. Yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah, like, the, like he's getting the shit beat out. There's because... just a lot of weird wonky wire work in that scene. <laughs> I think it's. I'll take your word for it. I think one reason I like that scene is it's shot like from the side. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, watching them go further, further back. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's cool. But then, yeah, like he, he says that line, MJ and I are going to have a hell of a time. 
And he, 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 shouldn't, he shouldn't have done that. Yeah. He, um, he done fucked up. He messed with his girl. He did. But, okay, so the weird wire work. There's another scene, too. It's during the parade, right, where Spider-Man, he gets knocked down. It's right before he... He's Into knocked, the pole? No, he gets knocked oh, down, okay. and he hits the ground, and he flips over, and he's like, Mary Jane, and then he dives off after her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, when yeah, he yeah, yeah. falls and he bounces, like, that's... He never actually... If you pay attention, he doesn't even touch the fucking ground. Like, there's some weird wire work going on there. Well, he, he has, he has double way. jump ability. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Hey, everyone. Thanks once again for listening to Geek Cinema Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, go subscribe at iTunes or your podcast app and leave us a review on iTunes... And join us next week for Spider-Man 2. If you're subscribed, you'll get it automatically. No big deal. Um, also, go head over to facebook.com slash geekcinemapod and give us a like so you can say hi whenever you want. Or you can go say hi on Instagram at geekcinema. And we're also on Twitter at twitter.com slash geekcinemapod. So go find those. Come say hi. We love talking to you guys. It's fun. You can suggest us movies you want us to go over. Other than that, that's all I got to say. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We will see you next week. Bye. This has been a Second Mob podcast. For more audio content or information on this podcast, please visit secondmob.com. Bada bing, bada boom.